0: idiot 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 idiot
1: hi everyone welcome to another episode of how not to be an idiot with me sarah frankie and Saul. lovely that was quite enthusiastic for you Saul. um how is everyone doing okay thank you yeah good sound convincing no not massively solsted Oh no, I
2: actually am okay. I'm all right. How are you doing, Sarah?
1: Yes, not bad. Thank you. Um, I'm a bit thrown because we're recording on a different day to usual, which is my fault. Yes, Yes. Um, But it's thrown off my schedule. I had to really rush to get in enough wine before we started.
2: It was a worthy, worthy cause, though, because you had you had a a very important appointment yesterday, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I went for a carvery. To be fair, I would have been home in time to record post carvery. But honestly, I was Mm. so unwell from how much I'd overeaten (laughs) at that point. I was good for nothing
0: for uh, (laughs) that content. International listeners. Um, Sarah, would you like to yeah. explain what a carver is? Of
1: course, because I know you don't have them in Australia. Um, Mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> just basically. a meat cutting
0: ceremony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It's an all you can eat roast dinner buffet. Um, yeah. Did I say buffet wanky? Is I don't that know. It's a great on you. Buffet. 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 I still remember Cafe. having the piss absolutely ripped out of me the first time I said croissant in Australia. <laughs> croissant. Ooh, <Yeah>. la. <laughs> I mean, that was dined out on for months.
2: I used to, I don't. It was in this country, mind. My housemates <laughs> at uni take the piss out of me for saying nougat, which is the correct yeah. way to say nougat. Thank say you. It? Nugget. Well, that's wrong. And that's a different thing.
1: thing. Yeah. Are you sure
0: you weren't just talking about different things? We
1: talk about on, going for some say chicken nougat from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a mcnougat from McDonald's.
2: <laughs> is that not the correct way to say it? No, I, I did double check, and yeah, they're, they're just they're just um, ignorant. Yeah, so there we are,
1: clearly. Uh, but carvery is one of the greatest things in the world.
2: Yeah, it is pretty good. I'm, I'm sad that other countries don't have it
1: yeah what a loss I'd never really thought about it I think roast dinner is quite an, a British thing though isn't it it
2: is yeah all
1: right well moving on Frankie I believe you've got an episode topic <laughs> for us inspired by an upsetting incident in your life this
0: can week. can I just check Sarah do you know what, what happened
1: yes yeah, she does okay good
0: yeah. I'm glad two-thirds of us have briefed on this episode carry on <laughs>
2: Well, well, I didn't want to spoil the contents for you, Saul, so I get your genuine reaction okay. on recording.
0: I
1: only know because Frankie's been upset about this for a while. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I, I thank you for giving me the floor, Sarah, to to, to have my little rant. Yeah. Um. So, basically... I have had uh, had a bit of, it wasn't even an incident, really. <laughs> it's been a couple of incidents with a, a, a delivery driver that has come to my house a couple of times. Can I say what company he's from? No one listens to this podcast, right? I think you're fine. Um, yeah. DPD, who I have to say, I love DPD normally. They're my they're my preferred delivery company if I have to if I if I order something and I get a thing saying it's from DPD I'm normally very happy because I can always trust DPD just want to get that out the way this is not a slam on DPD there's this (laughs) one driver who's a bit of a dick he's always been a bit of a dick he hasn't really got a sense of humor not that I expect comedy or a comedic interaction with my delivery drivers but the first time he was a bit of a dick Um, he basically, I saw him out my window, come back and forth with a couple of big packages and I saw him carrying a really, really big box to my front door and I knew it wasn't for us, but he got to the door and I opened it and he was like, oh, this isn't for you. And he looked genuinely really, really upset (laughs) that he carried it because it was very, very heavy and I did feel bad for him. Uh, And he was like, oh, but he wasn't, he didn't remotely see the funny side of it in that moment. He was like, oh. This isn't for you. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, well. I was like, feel free to leave it if it's something good. Classic. He must hear that every single time. I bet he's never heard that. Yeah, because his response was, well, no, I can't do that, obviously. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) Was a stupid joke. Granted, one you've heard 100 times. But never mind. Anyway, he went back. He's got the correct package. back. This isn't the incident that pissed me off, though. But that just set the tone for him being a little bit of a grumpy prick. Mm. This is the next time was I was, I work from home now for the most part. So I'm always home and I was downstairs and I heard a knock on the front door and I only just heard it because I was downstairs. And when I opened it, it was the delivery guy. So I heard a knock, I opened the door and I said to him as he like, gave me the packages, um, oh, um, did the doorbell not work? Because I have a ring doorbell and sometimes they don't work. Sometimes people don't push it hard enough. Sometimes they're a bit, you know. So I wanted to check that the doorbell was functional. And the DVD guy goes, oh no, I hate using them. <laughs> I was It just shocked me in that moment that I didn't, Delivery. I'm laughing because
1: you're still just as angry about this. (laughs) I just don't (laughs) understand
2: (laughs) because he was like, "Oh yeah, I hate using them." I was like, "You hate using a doorbell," and he was like, "Yeah." And (laughs) I'm going to assume it's not all doorbells. I'm going to assume that maybe it is all doorbells, but maybe it's because it's a video doorbell, and his issue is he doesn't want to be recorded on the camera. But if that's his issue. It's a sensor-operated doorbell, right? So I've got him on camera anyway. I've got him. I've got him. <laughs> I have got him i did not shout this in his face. I've got
1: you on camera. Well also, maybe not the best job if you've got an issue with video doorbells. Right. Thank you.
2: If you are a delivery driver, your job is to deliver things and make sure that they get to the end destination that you're delivering to. Why would you avoid... An implement a tool that was basically created to make your life easier because then I will definitely hear the door. But he didn't even try, and I just about heard his
1: knock, so I nearly missed it. I feel like Saul's waiting for you to get to the bad part of the story. I feel, I feel like Saul's left. <laughs> but my point
2: being, so he said, I hate using them. I was like, Oh well, I'm really glad I spent loads of money on a doorbell then. <laughs> Which I literally said.
1: I bet he took that with great humour.
2: Oh, yeah, his classic signature DPD delivery man humour that I've come to know and love from this guy.
1: But it just, yeah, it annoyed me more.
2: The more I thought about it, the angrier I got. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. Saul, so, you are being really quiet. Come on, tell me I'm a prick.
0: I feel like i just listened to a table read for a rejected Seinfeld script.
1: <laughs> no, it's like seven <laughs> minutes of your life you're not getting back.
0: Well, that's true or not.
1: I'm sorry, Frankie. If it's any consolation, I love ring doorbells. I've actually got a new mm. hobby of watching ring doorbell recordings on TikTok of people falling over. <laughs> and that I literally good. went upstairs after Shara had gone to bed the other day to show her one because I was laughing so much. <laughs> and she said that in – how long has she known me? Like 20 years? She's never seen me laugh so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, the uh, thing is, I – I like ring doorbells because they are a useful functional tool Mm. in my life. They make my life easier and they should make his life easier. So what him having a weird moral stance against the doorbell doesn't make sense to me. I'd
1: be interested to know what he would have done if you hadn't answered the knock. Would he have tried the doorbell? Would he have just walked away?
2: Well, this is the other thing as well, because most delivery drivers, in my experience recently, will just put the package on the ground and run off anyway. Yeah, they don't
1: wait for you to answer the door. He
2: was waiting. He was holding the package. He hands me the package, which feels a bit outdated in this day and age. But he waits. He's a waiter. He's a waiter. He's not. He's a delivery driver. But that's the point. He was waiting, but he still didn't alert me sufficiently with the doorbell.
0: All right. can I just run something past you here, Frankie? Yes. He waits. He's a waiter. You're just doing a Seinfeld bit.
2: I haven't actually seen that much Seinfeld, so I don't, I'll take your word for All right,
0: well, for it's those... It's very
2: successful and funny.
0: Yeah, it was, it was very of its moment in 1994.
2: <laughs> Whatever, he's still rich. But anyway, so, but what do you think about the situation?
0: It is in no way interesting.
2: <laughs> right, but that's not what this podcast is about. We don't do interesting content, we do rage, and I'm expressing my rage.
0: And then I, I I noticed you expressing rage.
2: Thank you. <laughs> have you put in an official complaint
1: to DPC? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I haven't. But they do have a thing on the app where they ask you to rate and review the drivers after each one. And I think I can't even bring myself to put a negative review. That's how nice of a person I am.
0: Mm. Do you know where this story belongs? It belongs. One
1: hundred
0: and one. No, on a review for the. What is this doorbell that you both are Ring. tragically in love with? <laughs> it belongs on like an Amazon review for that product. Where you go, I would have given it five stars, but my DPD <laughs> delivery driver doesn't like doorbells, and that, that will make the doorbells fault. No, I know, but you, you've read the kind of reviews that end up on there. That'll make yeah, someone's true. day reading that.
2: Maybe it will make someone's day hearing this. Maybe hey. no, probably not. not unlikely. But it just, yeah, I just think he's a bit of a prick. And now I'm worried that I'm going to have to deal with him again and I'm not going to hear the delivery. And he's going to just be stood on my doorstep all day because he won't ring the fucking doorbell that will make his life easier. I thought delivery drivers had strict time schedules to adhere to and they need to deliver things quickly. Why is he waiting all day?
0: If he doesn't deliver it, does he just leave a slip?
2: Well, this is, so then he has to come back. I'll have to rearrange the delivery. So he
0: has to get paid for another day's work.
2: I don't know if it works that way with DPD. Mm. I mean, he'll get paid anyway, presumably. I don't know. If we have any DPD delivery drivers that listen, please tell us. I doubt we do. Also, if you're the guy that I'm talking about, <laughs> <laughs> feel free to drop us a message at No In It's Podcast, because I would like to talk to you about why you're so angry. Or just come and
0: knock on Frankie Well, he might, he might want to have a similar conversation with you, Frankie
2: good also he would knock on my door Sarah he wouldn't ring the doorbell because he doesn't he hates that was he hates doing that that was his exact word as well I hate ringing them I hate it It, I hate using doorbells it is weird so basically that that
0: (laughs) series of
2: (laughs) anger angry incidents that I've heard this made me think of people that do their jobs poorly
0: do you think maybe he found that out after he took the job though
2: what about ring doorbells?
0: Yeah, like that time I made that guy head of hospitals content, and then we found out that he fainted at the sight of blood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Are they that new of a concept? The the video doorbell.
0: I don't know where he. Well, no, it, it might be doorbells in general. I don't know where this guy grew up. Maybe he grew up in an igloo. It's very difficult <laughs> to affix a doorbell to a, a block of ice.
2: That's true. I mean, I, I, you kissed don't know you just don't know but i just i should have asked if it was all doorbells or if it was ring doorbells that's that's on me
0: someone got him with one of those ones that squirt water at you or give you an electric shock (laughs) you know he he could be carrying some significant uh tragedy associated with doorbells
2: maybe he lost his parents to a doorbell once (laughs) i just don't know Uh, if I ever see him again I, I'm i going to make a promise that I'm going to say to him if because inevitably he won't ring my doorbell because he's made it pretty clear that's not what he's into but I am going to ask him why because at this point he doesn't like me I don't like him it's a mutually <laughs> it's a mutual hatred I would
1: say well also find out if it is just ring doorbells or if it is all doorbells
2: or is it just ring as a brand specifically are other video doorbells acceptable these are all questions that I can ask him if he comes back I do order a lot of stuff, so I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah,
1: who doesn't nowadays?
2: That's the thing, but this is the thing, like all the other delivery people I have a great relationship with. We smile, we say thank you, as they run away from me at full speed. That's the way it should be. Mm. You know, put it on the ground, ring the doorbell, leg it. That's what I want from my delivery men. I don't need the the handing of the package and then him judging my doorbell choice <laughs> in that moment, you know?
1: I'm sorry for your dark dark experience thank you i
2: just i don't know why no one else is as angry about it as i am.
1: <laughs> i don't know how to tackle that question so because as soon
2: as it happened i obviously jumped onto whatsapp and i messaged you and hannah just saying <laughs> i hate i hate my delete my dpd driver <laughs> <laughs> and uh you guys didn't reply for ages and i just sat there stewing until you did oh, No.
0: We... what does um what does jaffa make of it
2: i did tell jaffa and he was like oh yeah that's a bit weird
0: yeah, I that think that's kind it. of the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it warranted.
2: But he did agree that it was a weird, it's a weird thing for somebody, as it's a big part of his day job to have a such an issue with. Mm. Wow. Well,
1: we're uh, 15 minutes into the episode.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just saying you're welcome for me bringing some content along. To be the honest, episode. the
0: first six minutes of this was Carvery.
1: That's true. Should we go back to Carvery? I'm thinking about it fondly now.
2: You're right, we can't all have content as strong as yours, Sarah. Um, <laughs> um, can, have you got any other examples of people doing their jobs badly like this DPD delivery driver?
1: I feel like I've got loads and obviously now mm. that we're talking about it, I can't think of a single one.
0: I mean, it's been sure. a while since we mentioned Hannah. <laughs>
1: yeah. She's pretty shit at her job. You've both line managed her in the past.
2: Yes, yeah, we have, yeah. I don't
0: Which think is- I have.
1: Oh, I thought you had
0: only only at arm's length.
1: You were her grandparent, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was the arm that kept him apart from Hannah. Fair, very fair. Um, I'm trying to think of any
2: anything.
0: Yeah,
1: literally (laughs) anything. Saul, can
2: you think of anything? (laughs) Wow. Okay.
0: I mean, that's the noise of someone thinking, right? Oh. I don't sit here going, thinking, thinking, thinking. I
2: know, but you know, it's an audio medium, so we can't see you. Yeah,
0: but again, like a proper bit of briefing probably would have helped you out here.
2: Well, I mean, I did mention it earlier in the WhatsApp. Could have maybe thought about it after that, just saying. Sorry, I was busy working and then
1: drinking. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Working and then preparing, yeah
1: by you preparing your drinks? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've got quite into wine and lemonade because you can kind of chug it down. You don't feel like you have to sip it. <laughs> Was that the issue that you weren't drinking it fast enough? Yeah, definitely. The wow. Good, the other good thing is you can buy like the four pound fifty bottle of Sainsbury's wine and chuck in a bit of lemonade, and you'd never know. That's wonderful, Sarah. Saving really your for fortune. You are we do we need some sort of intervention are you doing okay do we need i think it's fine i mean wait until we're fully out of lockdown restrictions and hmm. also out of summer yeah oh, but then it'll be winter and it's nice to have a drink in the winter
2: a mold drink mm.
1: well also that
2: that leads us on to someone who does that doesn't do their job properly fucking leadership in this country there we are rage smooth
1: yeah we're in a weird situation at the moment aren't we because we're waiting to see if we're going to be released from restrictions or not and i don't even know at this point if we should be
2: in the uk it we're supposed to have our day of freedom on the 21st of june it's not the uk
1: is it it's just england i think
2: oh yeah fair point just england but um it's looking increasingly unlikely that it's going to happen from what i've been seeing
1: but who has never stopped them
2: before so <laughs> no. who knows
1: i was listening to the radio earlier and they were interviewing some guy who got back from portugal last night so again for anyone listening outside of the uk portugal went onto the red list or just onto amber yes. anyway they moved off the yeah red list i think basically anyone who's on holiday there had to get back by like 4am tomorrow morning or something like that or they have to quarantine for 10 days so I was listening to the radio and they interviewed interviewing this guy who got back yesterday and he was like oh it's chaos everyone's so upset and angry you know being put in this position where we all have to rush to get home and it's like you booked a foreign holiday in the middle of a global pandemic knowing mm-hmm. that this was a possibility it's very hard to have sympathy with you right now yeah I mean, it's not like,
2: can anyone really be surprised that things are changing all the time right now?
1: Exactly. And it's like people getting upset who are literally there on holiday. Again, have more sympathy if you'd had to travel for some reason or, I don't know, whatever. But you've gone there to sun yourself. We'd all like to do that. But most of us haven't been stupid enough to do it.
2: It's a really good thing Hannah's not on this podcast at the moment. Well,
1: even Hannah hasn't been stupid enough to book a foreign holiday. and that's Only because she's got a child something. now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if she didn't have, uh, have her baby, I reckon she'd, she'd be in be Portugal right now. <laughs> yeah, the day that it was announced that Portugal was allowed. <laughs> yeah. She'd be in Iceland right now, just having a great time. Yeah,
1: the only country left, isn't it?
2: The only one. You can go to. Uh,
1: anyway, yeah, that enraged me earlier. Hmm.
2: Yeah, and also wasn't Portugal only put on there because of the bloody Euros or whatever football thing?
1: Oh, I don't the Euro Cup. <laughs> oh my God. This
0: is where you really need Hannah back, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: With football related content.
2: <laughs> that was that's a throwback to lot like the last time the Euro Cup was on. I suppose, Sarah. Wow.
1: See, I've retained some of my memory during my drinking times. Um. Proud of you. Yeah, I've got no idea why Portugal was on it. To be honest, I'm not Um, planning a a foreign holiday, so it doesn't interest me. No, same. Saul, are you planning a
2: foreign holiday?
0: No, God, no. No, no. I um, am stupid. Well, I don't know. I think there's a. I think there's probably a spectrum here. Well, that, you know,
1: to yeah, to be fair, if you're going to book a holiday, that's fine. Just be prepared for the fact that you may have to quarantine yes. for ten days when you get back. It's the people who bitch about having to do it.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I just think <laughs> that, like there's the um, there's not wanting to go on holiday because of all this, I'm thinking well it's just going to be a nightmare. Yes. And then there's probably somewhere in the middle of uh, I'll get out a little bit. And I'll do some uh-huh. stuff. And then there's, you know, the other side of it where you're kind of staying at home furious at a delivery driver who won't ring your door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh I know, what side of the spectrum am I on?
1: No, that's probably true, because I think there's stuff that I've been doing where I think, Oh, should I be doing this? Is this the right thing to do? I've followed all the rules, but where do you draw the line? It's very easy to get like sucked into the never ending cycle of what am I doing? Should I do it?
2: Yeah. Definitely. I think as well, at the moment, I've noticed in particular, I don't know if you guys have, just being out and about, people are so obviously so done with this whole thing. They're so fucking bored of all the restrictions and the rules, which I understand. But like in shops, increasingly, people aren't wearing masks, I'm mm-hmm. finding. And I refuse to believe that all of them have respir- respiratory issues whether it mean they, they can't wear masks. I don't believe that to be true. Yeah. So I just think people are done now and also i've seen a lot of anger online i wanted to get you guys to weigh in on this important subject the term staycation it seems that it, people think it's being misused in the media
1: i always thought that staycation was where you took time off but you stayed at home and did things in your local area but i think now it's meant to mean that's it staying in the uk right
2: Oh, that's the thing. I think people are pissed off because you, I think your interpretation is correct, but the media is using it as in, you just stay in this country. Mm. And it's like, hmm, do you have a stance, Saul?
0: Um, on the term stay at home, staycation. staycation. He's not even no.
2: listening anymore. No, he's gone. <laughs> well, this is going to be Saul's last episode, I can
1: anticipate. <laughs> he's already checked out.
0: I'm looking for people who are badly equipped to do their jobs.
1: Are you Googling?
0: I'm having a little giggle, yeah, yeah. I'm having a little Sarah Dixon of it, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, recycling content. Who did I say the other week? Who <laughs> landed in the Americas and called the local population Indians because he was sure he was in Southeast Asia? Like Columbus. Was it Columbus? Like you? What is your job description? <laughs> you're like an, an explorer, a navigator. I don't know. Yeah, is there an equivalence here with a delivery driver who refuses to ring a doorbell? <laughs>
2: Columbus is pretty good at genocide, though. I think he did that quite well. So, well,
0: you don't know what your delivery driver's got tucked in his back pocket.
2: Do you know what? Wouldn't surprise me. He seemed like a right prick.
0: <laughs> He's got a van.
2: God, what's in that van? Yeah, I know there's at least one other box in there that's not meant for me because <laughs> he brought it to my <laughs> door. Um, I do hate him, and. Um, but I kind of want him to come back now so that I can give an exciting follow-up to this story for everyone.
0: <laughs> have you ever tried, like short of, of the jokes that he will have heard before, mm. have you ever tried engaging him in conversation, that non-humorous conversation? Not
2: really. because I, I mean, some delivery drivers i will be like, oh, how's your day going or whatever. If, but they don't often stick around for that long because they've got strict the strict time schedules.
0: Yeah, yeah, this guy seems to spend a lot of time on yeah, your doorstep dicking around well, because he's not
2: ringing the doorbell
0: maybe you could just ask him how he is
2: i think i you do know after, actually if i recall the first time when he got all grumpy when i made my unfunny joke about leaving the package i said like are you having an all right day and he was like yes yeah, fine
0: yeah did you say it like that frankie because that's a bit like a red yes. rag to a ball <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah well I, he was big a prick so what am i going to do
1: Oh no, I've done the same and Googled people who are bad at their jobs and it's come up with an example of someone who's really bad at taxidermy. Oh good. So that's upset me on so many levels. Oh, I do love taxidermy. I know you do.
2: Absolutely. Oh creepy. Sarah, tell tell Saul about what you found in your garden recently.
1: What did I find in my garden? <laughs> the dead bird. Oh god, that feels like forever ago. Well, it turns out it wasn't dead, but yeah. Oh what <laughs> Did I not tell you the full story? No. Yeah. So I was casually working at my desk one day. So was in the office. So I was alone in the house. And my desk is in the corner of my bedroom overlooking the garden. And I looked out and there was just a dead pigeon lying (laughs) in the garden. So obviously, I threw myself away from the window hyperventilating.
2: Sarah has a funny thing about I mean it doesn't sound too out of line just to say it but you are a bit weird about dead stuff
1: I'm philanthropic about dead stuff yeah that yeah it's not unfair to say at all um so I hyperventilated a bit I still had quite a lot of work to do so I did need to go back to my desk at some point um so I text so even seeing it out the window was enough to set you off oh yeah yeah involuntary so thankfully I had my phone with me so I texted Char and said there's a fucking dead bird in the garden you know what I'm like about dead things can you deal with this when you come home and she replied saying no you know how I feel about birds (laughs) (laughs) so between the two of us it just wasn't happening so in the end how does Char feel about birds not good then also very scared of them um right even dead ones apparently so who knew okay yeah um, so um. I didn't really know what to do I couldn't let Timber out in the garden because he would have eaten it and that would have led to sure. a whole new set of issues <laughs> um, so in the end I did have to ring a friend who lives up the road and he came around with a pair of gloves on just drove round, climbed over my garden gate because I couldn't go out and unlock it because I'd have had to have gone past the dead bird oh. um, scooped it up turns out it wasn't dead he's pretty <gasps> sure it was about to die um, but he took it to a vet's
2: no, he didn't. Are yeah, you serious? I
1: suspect they probably then immediately euthanized it.
2: I was going to say, I thought you were going to say he, it was still alive, so he snapped its neck or something.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, drove it round to the vets in one of my plant pots, which is a shame because that's gone now. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but it was all quite upsetting. And then there was also like... a a mark let's say where it had been like a chalk outline well I I mean it was just a big pile of bird poo actually so I don't know what had happened to it but anyway it was all very upsetting I didn't know what to do I'm not sure why you asked me to tell this story now (laughs) I just thought it was amusing content
0: (laughs) I once fished a fruit bat out of the sea with a stick
1: there's so much to unpack in that sentence why first of all
0: and there'd been a big storm and it uh, yeah, fruit because of its wings. It, if it hits the water, it's in trouble. It can't really get clearance above the water because every time I... it tries to get its little claws up, it's pushing itself down.
1: You were trying to save it.
0: Yeah, was it dead. No, no, I was. I saved it.
1: I thought you meant that you fished a dead fruit bat out. No, no, no. That's What was
0: confusing me? I oh, see. I'm yeah, off you. I didn't use a fishing rod. To, yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a poor choice of word. <laughs> It was a stick.
1: <laughs> There's a lot to think about there. Oh, and you saved its life.
0: Yeah, and so we had, we got it. We put the stick. It was on, sort of in between the slats of one of those plastic, um, washing tubs uh, that you that you put your washing in to take it from the washing machine out to the drying rack. Washing
1: And Yeah.
0: That's the word. <laughs> and then, um, like you know how it works in in uh, remote Queensland. I think the local MP drove around to take it to the, <laughs> to the bat shelter.
2: He also worked at the bat shelter. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and uh, the part of that story that always gets told is mum says, and I still haven't got that washing basket back.
1: <gasps> Your uh, poor mum. I bet she thinks about that all the time. The prime minister probably needed that. Yeah. <laughs> the MP whatever. <laughs> He's using it. Yeah, this example. has escalated. <laughs> and did you find out? Did the bat make it?
0: I believe so. It was in good health. It it was um, just a bit wet.
1: Just couldn't get out of the sea.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I did not realise quite how phobic you actually were, Sarah. Yeah, I that's pretty was full on. You dislike.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's dead stuff. Back when I my first job out of um, sixth form, like when I finished my A levels, was in the local big hospital. Because my mum worked there, and my job was to do like the nursing staffing for all the medical wards. So I used to move between there about seven different medical wards. I used to move between them, um, and they all knew within about a week that if they'd had a death on the ward, someone had to go and escort me into an office before they could have it brought out. And that's covered up in one of they used to put a special thing over the trolleys to move them out um, because otherwise my knees buckled and I just went.
2: Wow. It's so
1: very dramatic.
2: <laughs> it's also just because, you know, we, we as Saul shamed us for last, week, last episode, we watch a lot of stuff
1: about people being murdered. Yeah, it's fine. People. I just don't want to see it actually. I don't. I want to see... kill them. I just don't want to deal <laughs> yeah, with the aftermath. I don't want to see someone killed. I just don't want to see sure, the well, body sure. afterwards. Fine. It's only, fine if
0: it's Only the well. freshest kill.
1: Yeah, exactly. And not an issue if it's fake, but a real dead body or dead animal. I'm
0: going to try and avoid naming any names here.
1: Okay. But there was
0: a guy who we used to work with who I think, Sarah, you were probably there, but before our time there, Frankie, hired someone, went through like the two, three interview stage process. They say started, so about six weeks after the process had begun, they started about lunchtime went, I'm just gonna go and get a sandwich and never came back.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that guy. Yeah, legend. Wow. Where did he go? Or maybe he died. Do we know that he didn't die? <laughs> no,
0: I think yeah. I think they got a call from the recruitment agent who then yeah. said, Yeah, he doesn't think
2: he's it,
0: not going to <laughs> work out. But then the guy who'd hired him Hello if you're listening. Um hey. I think he was working from home one day and he he looked out and the guy was there washing washing his mum's car. Like, I think his mum <laughs> lived across the road.
2: Oh, my God.
0: So, I mean, that guy must have been just poorly equipped for the job.
2: The person that hired him should have opened the window and been like, you not got that sandwich yet? What's taking
1: so long? <laughs> We're yeah. still waiting for you to come back. Yeah, I just... I cannot imagine what was so bad about that. Like, cause the first morning in any job is never fun. Like it's not no. nice to start a new job generally. What the hell happened that was so awful that he literally left and didn't return?
2: Or was it just that feeling that he got where he was like, Oh God, I am totally ill-equipped for this. This is not right.
0: Maybe it was that like, you know, all the the women who went on to be movie stars who tell the story of like hitchhiking in their teens. Like, like, Nearly got in that car, but I had a really bad feeling about that car. (laughs) Maybe it was one of those scenarios. Yeah. He just wouldn't stop staring at me with his beautiful eyes.
1: (laughs) I don't think I've ever had that feeling, you know? Um, What? Where I've just thought, oh no, I am absolutely bad feeling. Yeah, this is not a good situation. I don't think I've ever had it.
2: That's pretty impressive. I know. Well you're a woman. How
0: much dreadful stuff has happened to you then, Sarah? (laughs) You've just walked into.
1: I don't think there's been any situation either where I've. I think it's because Sarah's the one doing the bad stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one. Whoa! I've got a feeling that something horrible is about to happen to you.
2: (laughs) I've got a feeling that something very enjoyable for me is about to happen. (laughs) I've often thought about this. Is totally deviating from the topic, but I've often thought about what it would be like to be the one hiding in the shadows that somebody should be fearing. Sarah, can you tell us what that's like? <laughs> it's such a feeling of power
1: until you die. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah.
2: Wow. Because we as we said, Sarah can't handle dead things, but the first part's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I leave them near death and then everything's okay.
2: <laughs> this is following last episode where you said that you uh, found the, the programmes we watch about serial killers educational. <laughs> We're building quite the case.
0: Yeah. This is all gonna be admissible evidence at some point.
2: That's okay. Oh, like, because seeing as we always had dreamed that Hannah would accidentally get arrested for something and that we could go to court. Oh, this could be our, the next best thing because Hannah's let us down there massively. And so when Sarah is on trial for murder. still, mm, yeah, That's true. Yeah, I guess.
1: That could be our next podcast. We um, <gasps> like live, not live, but we follow Hannah's case through the courts. Oh, my
2: God. It would be so funny. <laughs> Exclusive interviews with the accused her going i don't know what happened what what's that? where exactly. am i i think i might have done
1: it
0: that would be the intro like yeah. What the be, yeah frankie doing the so stupid it's hard to believe it actually happened some di- <laughs> you know dynamic intro music and then just hannah going what what is happening <laughs> what
1: where am i <laughs> oh i really hope that happens one day i feel like we deserve it so frankie i'm so sorry that you've had such a traumatic experience
2: thank you i mean it was a few weeks ago but i'm still angry a as you tell yeah can tell yeah and um i will you'll be excited i'll keep you guys up to date if i see him again mm. could
0: you not could you buy a knocker
2: i don't, i'm not pandering to this prick you <laughs> can ring my bell <laughs>
1: You should order a door knocker online, have it delivered by DPD. <laughs> and then when he comes and knocks on your door, tell him what it is and that you're only installing it if he rings your ring doorbell first.
2: <laughs> or he knocks on the door and I say through the door, open the box. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to get the knocker out and try it.
1: Genius.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's just a bit of a prick. I would like to know more about his life, what was made him this way. Whether it was growing up in that um, igloo, as Saul said, could be an issue. I don't know. But I could use—I could give his first name and see if anyone knows that. I don't know his second name, obviously, because I would have Googled him by now. But um, Matthew, if you're listening.
0: Every time you ring a doorbell, mm. do you not think, oh, I wonder if that's worked or not?
2: Yeah. But then if it, then one comes to the door after a while, then you knock.
0: He's just cut out the middleman. As you say, he he he's on a tight schedule. He's gone straight he to the knock he has he knows he knows the physical action of his knuckles hitting the door exists it's like Schrodinger's bell
2: <laughs> Schrodinger's knock uh, I hate him I really <sighs> hate him
1: okay well <laughs> if anyone else
2: has any suitably suitable reactions of rage to things such as this please tell us about it at no It Is podcast on any social channel we're on them all pretty much apart from TikTok probably for the best that we're not um sarah if you want to make us a tiktok account be oh, my guest a
1: hobby for me there yeah, you follow go. us on the social medias yes
0: that's a sentence said by a seasoned social media manager i'm not <laughs> yes. fucking you people have no idea what it takes you can set it up all you want but you're running it it's like a puppy
2: oh we well, you know that because sarah doesn't post on instagram either yeah. <laughs> to be fair neither do i i've
1: been crap lately it's an awful lot of work i promise that following this episode going out i will share a picture of my carvery whoa one
2: picture thanks man that's great again for
0: for the for the for those overseas listeners who missed the beginning bit it's not what you think
2: (laughs) don't panic I'm amazed that anyone's listened to this. Over the last few weeks, I've always end up saying, if you've made it this far, well done. But to you people, <laughs> to you finishers, well done. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, maybe we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, sure. Thanks for listening, everyone. And don't, don't be an idiot. Be an
0: idiot. Bye.